This episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast has been rated PG-14. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. You want to get raw? Let's get raw. This is the Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart podcast. We are going to talk about things that affect everyday life. Some of it you're going to agree with, some of it you're not. You're damn right I'm fired up because this is a topic worth being fired up about. There is silver lining in just about anything. You just have to look for it because it's not always going to be at the forefront. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Podcast. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, welcome to a special election day episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus and I certainly appreciate you taking time out of your day to give the show a listen. And I realize that for my long-time listeners, long-time fans of this show, when they probably saw the uh, the title of this episode, they may have been taken aback a little bit because I generally, for a number of reasons, kind of shy away from talking about politics um, and religion for that matter. But in this case, uh, because today is election day, uh, it is Tuesday, November 3rd, if you are Um, listening to this on the day that it drops, uh, there's a lot riding this year. And I felt like I almost had a responsibility to at least address the fact that this is what today is. And uh, in keeping in line with with the topic of of this week's show, uh, later on in the program, Sean Krugel is going to join me Uh, for a very exclusive interview, one that I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, He is actually in the running for the the director of of the Parks and Rec uh, area of Holly, Michigan. And, um, you know, I... I I know Sean on, on a personal level, and um, I'm very excited to share my interview that uh, I'm going to conduct with him, with you guys, because, I mean, this guy gets it. But before we get to my talk with Sean, I kind of wanted to touch on um, a couple of different things in, in relation to everything that happens here today. Now, we all know that uh, this year, seem, I, mean, I mean, you take COVID out of the the equation for a couple of minutes and look at what is on the line today. And there is a lot, man. And, you know, if you have spent any kind of time on social media or you watch the, you know, the news on whatever platform on television, you read the newspapers, you read different news websites, the amount of division among our uh, our country right now based solely on whatever candidate that they may support has been off the charts. I mean, there's always been a great deal of mudslinging and kind of negative ads from one candidate versus the, the other and vice versa. Um, but the, the amount of mudslinging has not just been contained to the ads and uh, the debates and things of this nature between candidates running for the same office, but it has created a great divide among our population. And, you know, in a lot of ways, this is one of the most crucial elections that I can remember in my time. No. You know, I at 44 years old, I have only had, you know, a few presidential elections that I have actually had the opportunity to vote in. 
Um, but this year just seems like it's it's so important for so many different reasons, and it, and it varies all depending on what candidate you may be su- supporting. Now, I'm I will tell you that I'm not going to get into a conversation here to where I'm going to slam one candidate over the other. I'm just not going to do that. Um, I have my personal beliefs, I have my opinions, and I have my, you know, the way that I think, and and that will in turn have, you know, a deciding factor of how I cast my ballot today. And I realize that a lot of you have already casted your ballots, either through early mail-in voting, absentee voting, things of this nature, you know, because with the rising numbers in COVID cases, there is a legitimate concern over what kind of turnout that there, that there will be because, you know, nobody wants to get sick with this thing. And, you know, there's a lot of people that um, are, you know, at this point are okay with the fact that they're not going to go to the polls. They're going to skip this one. And I just, I don't think that that's the right thing to do. Because with so much writing on the line, we have this opportunity to make our voices be heard. Now, I also understand that there is a a big number of people who feel like the results of this thing are already predetermined as if it's some sort of a storyline in a professional wrestling show. And that their voices don't matter, their votes don't matter because... The politicians in Washington or, you know, wherever it is that you may have a more locally based election. You know, if you if you live in a state where a governor, you know, is battling a a challenger on a more local level, you know, right now it's not it's it's it seems like it's not just which candidate individually you may support or you may believe in. I mean, it's it's a party thing. It's a party line division, you know, Democrat versus Republican. And um, it's regardless of what you think or how you feel or who you put your your support behind, today is the day to make your voice be heard. We have this opportunity to go to the polls, to cast a ballot, to make our voices heard. And for those who do not exercise that right, for those who elect not to go to the polls, to not cast a ballot, generally, more often than not, they are the loudest people to complain if things didn't go quite the way they thought that they should. And, you know, when I was younger and I started really paying attention to, to, to politics, especially when it came to the, you know, the cycle where we were, you know, in the midst of a presidential election, um, I've I've always maintained that it is crucial that we that we find a way to cast the ballots because it is important. It's very important and it's especially this year because I mean there's the amount of press and the amount of attention fine tooth um what I mean, I just there's just so much happening right now, and the the amount of attention that this election is getting is almost unprecedented in a, in a lot of ways, and I can understand why why people feel like their voices aren't being heard, and you know for those who feel that way, they they can see to the fact of what's the point of you know leaving their house and standing in line and in this, you know, in this year having to put a mask on and things of this nature to go cast your ballot, especially when they feel like it's not going to do any good. Well, if everybody felt like that, there would be no purpose of having this whole process. 
you know what that in in a lot of ways it could be well you then you would be okay with just having a dictatorship kind of calling the shots for all of us we don't have that here we have a democracy in place to where we have this ability to vote to cast our ballots and you know especially with everything that's happened this year with covid-19 and and you know the rising numbers of positive cases you know it, there is still a great number of our population that is is worried about being infected and justifiably so in my opinion you know this is not just some you know fly by night you know normal strain of the flu or anything like that this you know this is serious and it has been for quite some time and why more people don't take it more seriously i'll never understand but you know that's a that's kind of going off on on a sidebar here and i really want want to keep things more focused on you know the task at hand and the task at hand is is today all of us Americans, reg registered voters, have this opportunity to make your voices heard. And I firmly believe that, you know, we can make a difference in, you know, in the future of our country, at, at least in terms of the next four years. You know, it's going to go one way or, or the other based on who winds up w winning this thing. And, you know, with the amount of alternate means of casting a ballot this year in wake of a pandemic, you know, your mail-ins, your absentee votes, you know, I imagine that there it's going to be quite some time before we find out the official winner of these elections, not just the presidential one, but, you know, just about any kind of race that maybe you know, affecting your community. And, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of people on pins and needles waiting for that official word that this is the winner and this is how we're going to move forward here. And for anybody that feels like your vote doesn't count, um, in my opinion, I think that that's inaccurate. And, you know, I've, I've also maintained that if you don't cast a ballot, if you don't exercise your right to vote, then at the end of the day, you really don't have a whole lot of legs to stand on in terms of voicing your displeasure if things aren't going the way that, that you want, specifically if the candidate that you had endorsed or that you had believed in didn't wind up with the majority of the votes you know and then that's what i have found in previous presidential e elections that you know those who are the most vocal in their dis you know their displeasure over the way things are going when you ask them well did did you vote for your candidate of choice and they come back with no i didn't well then you just kind of have to deal with it because you you didn't exercise your right. You didn't have your voice be heard. So if you didn't exercise that right then, what makes you think anybody is going to listen to you or take stock into anything that you say because you have failed your opportunity to participate in the process? And I know that there's a lot of, you know, there's going to be people that disagree with that uh, assessment. And I I can understand that. But I, I, I firmly believe that if you don't exercise your right to vote, you know, you, you're failing yourself, you're failing your community, you're failing everything. So what right do you have to really you know, piss and moan about the way things are going when you didn't have a hand in it. You know, you can believe what you want. That's fine. You can have your opinions. You're entitled to them. But you can only go so far with them.
you know, because anybody who has tried to engage in a political conversation or a debate with me, um, fundamentally, whether or not you have properly exercised your right to vote will determine as to how far into this conversation I'm going to get with you. And if you are somebody that has not voted or you felt like your voice is not being heard or things of that nature, I really don't have a whole lot, whole lot of time for that conversation. Now, I'll, I'll listen to your opinions and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll pay attention to what, what you're saying, but I'm not going to put as much, you know, stock into the situation than I would if you actually had a, had a hand in it. Because when, when you go through the motions, when you make the effort to cast your, your ballot, that tells me that you have a truly vested interest in the direction of your surroundings, in the government, in the country as a whole. And if it's a more regional thing or a more, in, you know, a community-based uh, situation, then, you know, you're obviously going to have a lot more uh, feedback and a lot more direct in, you know, more direct impact on what happens in your specific community. That happens by casting a vote. And, you know, in reality, you know, unless I don't even know what would have to come into play, but, you know, generally speaking, you're not going to see your your preferred result in every single race that you have voted in but you at least participated in the process you tried you made the effort instead of sitting at home on on the couch and just kind of waiting to see how the cards fall and then based on what actually happens uh you know you form a narrative you know and and again, a lot of it is going to be your personal opinion, which again, you are entitled to, but, you know, not everybody in the world has this opportunity. And I firmly believe that, you know, because of where we are, we, you know, we here in the United States of America have this opportunity to make your voices be heard. One way or the other, you know, regardless if it's on the winning side or the losing side, your voice was heard. Um, and another thing in relation to this topic is, you know, at some point we have to get back on the same page after every ballot has been counted, after the results have been announced, after the winners have been determined you know, we need to find a way to get back on one page to be the truly united states of America, not a divided country based solely on what your political affiliation is. And that, you know, that's not just for the civilians, that's for candidates and that's for people who have been elected to public office. It should, they should not have, they should not be um specifically tied to one political party what i mean by that is regardless of you know whether they support the red or the blue side of the democratic process they are now in place to kind of be the champion for the public whether it be locally or nationally and instead of worrying about being specifically tailored towards one party over the other, it should be trying to find ways to work with people regardless of what political faction or affiliation that they are tied to. It should be we should get on one page and focus on the, the constituents, the people as a whole. That's what the whole United States of America is supposed to be about, at least in my opinion. I could be way off 
off my rocker here and I realize that you know, a lot of the things that I talk about on this show is a pipe dream in some in in some regards but I also believe in the fundamentals of life and it doesn't have to be overly complicated if you are a Republican supporter but a Democrat won the particular election in question nationally or or locally um you know what's done is done and you know there's really not going to be a whole lot of anything that we can do about a final result a final declaration that this candidate is is the winner and has in turn been elected to this public office we should come together as one to improve whatever it is that we cannot argue is the problem it doesn't matter of what side of the political aisle that you support we can all agree that there is such a division and there are problems in our areas in you know in our communities or in our country as a whole that needs attention because not all that long ago this country was called the greatest country on the face of of the earth and a lot of us still believe that way but there is also a great deal of people that are so jaded by the way things are and the way morale as a whole has deteriorated you've seen that with the handling of the pandemic you've seen that with the black lives matter movement you've seen that in a number of of different demonstrations just uh, you know based on one thing or the other you know we are americans we live under one flag we live under one big sky we are one nation and we have to find a way to work through all of the crap that we have had to endure over the last however many weeks, months, or years. We have to get on one page. We have to be united, and we have to help each other. And we have to get off this mentality that it's me, me, me. We have to find a way to lift each other up. And um, once we come to terms with that, and once you know, a lot of us are able to put our individual egos aside, we have to find a way. We have to come up with a plan that's going to work for, for us. And it's not going to be ideal for every single person, not, not ideal for every single aspect. But at the end of the day, we have this opportunity to cast our votes. And regardless of what happens... We have to find a way to work together, to help each other, to become united, to become truly the United States of America. Just a couple of thoughts here on this very special Election Day edition of the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Uh, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to be joined by Sean Krugel, um, a candidate for the parks and recreation um, aspect in the in the town of Holly, Michigan, and um, very much looking forward to talking with Sean. So uh, don't go anywhere. More of the Klaus of the Heart podcast will be back right after this. The all-new Klaus of the Heart website is up and running, and it is your one-stop place for everything under the Klaus to the Heart umbrella, from the YouTube show premieres to new episodes of the podcast and much, much more, including blogs and message boards and a link to our brand new merchandise store that is powered by cafepress.com if you are a fan of the show if you are a fan of what we are doing we certainly encourage you to check out the new klaus to the heart website just look for klaus to the heart.net for everything under 
the CTTH umbrella. And as always, we certainly appreciate your continued support for everything that is close to the heart. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Acre.fm. We certainly appreciate you sticking around this week. A very special episode. Uh, this is Election Day, as we know, as we talked about earlier in the program. And, you know, you say what you want. Everybody has their own opinions on politics and things of this nature. I talked about it earlier in the show, but uh, I'm very excited about this segment because... I have with me on the line uh, my my longtime close personal friend, Sean Google is with me. And Sean, uh, number one, thanks for taking time out of your day to, to join the show this week. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Jason. And uh, thank you to Anchor FM for having me on as well. So you're doing something very cool. And, you know, you, you really, you know, you've always been somebody that, you act on what you believe in. And I find that to be one of the most important aspects and one of the most telling aspects to a person fundamentally, you know, because we can all sit there and, and talk and point fingers and have our opinions. But unless we act on those, that's all it is, is just really idle chatter, right? But you, on the other hand, you have always been somebody that, if you believe in something, you're going to do it. And you are actually a candidate in, in this year's e- election in your hometown of Holly. Kind of take me through the process and, you know, what made you throw your hat into the, the proverbial ring? Well, um, I've lived in Holly since, uh, I was in the seventh grade, so what would that be, like 12, 13 years old? Um, I love this town. I, I've moved out of here a few different times only to be uh, drawn back to this town. Uh, I, I love the small-town atmosphere here. It has Holly has what they call the up-north sure. feel. Uh, I'm close to all the residents out here. Uh, my neighborhood, um, I couldn't ask for better neighbors. Um, what wound up happening is, is many years ago, I used to play softball at a place called Sorensen Park. And a video surfaced at just how bad of shape the parks have become. Um, our parks board, our current parks board, though many have tried, they haven't been able to get the ball rolling on certain grants and uh, you know, different programs to try to better facilitate, you know, more income being generated for the parks mm-hmm. program. Uh, there's a lot of transparency issues with our, our parks board right now. And I, I'm a firm believer in transparency. Like you said, if I say it, I do it. And uh, if I got to prove it to someone, I'm going to prove it to someone. And that's why I'm running. I, I was actually called out when I saw this video because I couldn't believe the shape that the parks were in. I, I was called out by a resident, and he's like, well, if you're going to complain, why don't you do something? Okay. Well, let's just say I got a little bit of that Levi Blue attitude in me. <laughs> and I'm like, you know something? You're absolutely right. And I, 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 I did. I, I threw my hat into the, to the ring, so to speak. And... Uh, a lot, a lot of paperwork I had to go through, but I actually became a writing candidate for the primary. And in the primary, I was actually, uh, I had the most votes as, as a write-in from all the other write-ins. I've actually made it onto the ballot uh, for this year's election, which I, I, I'm actually very uh, humbled and surprised about to be honest with you (laughs) well i think that that is a true testament of of a couple of different things really i mean number one the amount of appreciation and faith that your neighborhood has in you number one and number two their desire for a real change because you know the the whole part thing you know that's 
that's an area that I don't believe gets nearly enough attention because I mean, this is where we, we take our families to, this is where we have our, you know, these special birthday parties and, 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 and other things of this nature. So it's, I, you know, I feel like that is a very crucial part of a community is to have this space, this area that means something and not only just means something but i mean that's that's presentable that's taken care of and you know i just you 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 mentioned the whole you know there's a part of levi blue that comes out and for my my listeners who may not put two and two you know together in, in terms of who you are um you are also known as the the professional wrestling hall, hall of famer of of Levi Blue. You and I were tag team partners as part of the Power Trip, and anybody who has followed my shows knows that story. But it's just uh, it's it's really man when when you told me you were doing this back when you first start started talking about it, I had all the confidence in the world that you were you were going to find your name on the on the ballot in in November and and here we are uh, now as you started to embark on this and you said you had to go through a bunch of hurdles and things of this nature to to get the paperwork filed and and whatnot did you did you have any kind of negative backlash when you decided that you were going to to run for 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 this position, or has it been overwhelmingly su- supportive? In actuality, it's been overwhelmingly supportive. Um, the residents around here, uh, I've held. Like I said, I'm, I'm very transparent. I've actually invited residents to if they have questions about what my stance is what my plans are um i i I had a i had a yard sale here and i invited the residents you don't have to come shop come talk to me if you're interested in the parks you're interested in what i I want to do for the parks come talk to me i'm more than happy to answer your questions The only negative feedback that I've received is feedback from people who have problems with the current board and the current director. Okay. And that's where the change is coming in because we have a lot of people who, how do I want to say this? Who, who have a lot of passion for the parks, who are actually write-ins this year for the ballot in November to become a parks commissioner for the township parks board. So I've been trying to get their names out there as well, you know, trying to kind of, you know, I I don't want to say attach them to me for a ride, but in the same token, try to, they share the same ideas and visions that I have. Um, There's changes to the parks. Like, like I said, programming, for instance, we have softball fields here in Holly that haven't been used in over five years, and you can't blame that on COVID. Right? Why aren't we generating income from that? We we need the answers, and, and so I understand the frustrations of the residents because I used to play softball on those fields. My kids used to play in, on those playgrounds, and and that's the thing about me right now is I don't have an agenda, so to speak. My agenda isn't. Well, my kids used to park. Let's fix it up. And once it's fixed up, I'm going to step back. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have grown children. My, my son is currently in the Army. He's uh, stationed in uh, Honolulu. My daughter's currently up in Big Rapids, uh, going to Ferris State University. So my focus is on the residents and trying to get them to rally behind the parks. And as you said, have something that they're proud to you know, take their families to that they're able to use in a, in a way that they haven't been able to use here in the last few years. Okay, a couple of things just stood out to me in in the last few few minutes that 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 you talked. Number one, when you when you mentioned that you were trying to get, and I'm paraphrasing here, but the spotlight put on other people, other right-in candidates, because you guys share the same kind of, you know, basic philosophies as to 
what you would like to see the parks become. I don't know of any other candidate running for any kind of public office that does that. And you know as well as I do, especially if you spend any kind of time looking at social media, it is the the division over political parties is at such a low at this point. I mean, I have never in my life, Sean, seen such nastiness from people based solely on what candidate they may they may back or support. Now, and that goes with the candidates themselves. I mean, not just on a national level, but a local level too, where I mean it's it's a constant onslaught of negative you know, negative attacks, negative ads things of this nature no you know it's me versus him and that's the way it is your approach to this brother is something totally unconventional this year and i i mean maybe not just this year i mean i guess it could be stretched across the spectrum but there's not a lot of people that are willing to share that for the lack of better term spotlight on other people and i just think that that is fantastic well, that's the problem with the world, in, in my opinion right now, is we're so partisan that it, it's creating a division. You know, you have all these different kinds of parties out there. The fact of the matter is we should be worried about the people, not worried about politics. I'm not a politician, and I think that's what sets me apart from most of these people out here. Mm-hmm. It's tremendous, bro, and that is... You know, you you and I have known each other for a long time now. And, um, you know, so I have had the privilege of knowing you on a, on a very basic personal level. And, you know, I have always thought the world of you. You know this. And now it's, it's really awesome that other people who are not affiliated with professional wrestling because that was the the basic uh, common thread between you and I. I mean, we, we first met in the world of pro wrestling. We became friends outside of it. But now you have this ability to show the rest of the people in your community of who you are as a person. And it is such a stark, you know, contrast to the perceived kind of perception of your basic candidate running for any kind of, of public office. And it's it's obviously resonating because, like you said, you had more votes, write-in votes, when you guys did, you know, when you had, had your primary. And I, you know, I remember talking to you the day before. And you were extremely nervous. And I was, you know, when I when I hung up with you that day, I I remember telling myself, and then you know, my wife and I were were talking about it. I was like, this dude's got it. He he gets it. He gets it fundamentally, and he's got the votes. I don't know what he's got to be nervous about. So now we are on. We are on to the general election. It, it happens as you're probably hearing this, because this is Tuesday, uh, election day here in, in Michigan and across our nation, really. Are those nerves amped up a little bit now because this is kind of the quote-unquote main event? It is, because even though I, I know what I'm jumping into, um, it's the what ifs that keep popping up. Sure. You know, you, know you, you mentioned about my town rallying around me. Fact of the matter is, they've been doing this for years, and this is why I do what I do. Uh, when my wife and I were first starting out, um, you know, we had to, well, let's face it, I'll just put it out there, you know, I filed for bankruptcy at one point in time in my life. Yeah. Um, we had to go to food banks, you know, we had we had to look for help around Christmas time to make ends meet. And since then, you know, that's where my hand up, I, you know, I have a, I don't even know if I'll mention this, but I have a hand up backpack program. And that's 
derived from the, the name is derived from the people that gave me a handout. Mm-hmm. It's like think think about if you're climbing a cliff. We all have struggles getting to the peak. But the guy that's in front of you, he will lend you a hand to pull you up. In return, the person behind you, you should lend them a hand and pull them up and so on and so forth. Because by the time we get to the top of that peak, we have all raised each other up and we've actually met our goal. And that's what I'm trying to do now is I am trying to lend that hand whether it be through backpacks, whether it be through helping out in the parks, whether it be, you know, cleaning up the graffiti, you know, anything. I'm trying to give that hand up. And I only hope that I can serve as an example for future leaders to be able to lend, lend that hand. You know, we all need some help in life. If we all help each other out, like I said, we're going to make it to the peak. We're going to make it to the summit of that mountain. And as long as we all work together, if we're divided, just like in this year's election, there's little to no hope to get to that peak. So, and I know I just went off on a tangent. I apologize. And I forgot the original question, but I, I just had to get that out there. No, I mean, you, you, your example was right in line with, with what it, with what I had asked you and and dude I'm telling you <laughs> as as we continue this this conversation I'm sitting here you know on my end of it and I'm just I'm I'm shaking my head but I'm shaking my head because you get it you I mean this what you are talking about is a real life example of things that I I have talked about for weeks and months on my show. And it's not just about me, me, me. It's about everybody helping each other out to become one strong, united force. And when you are united, there's virtually nothing that you cannot accomplish. And you are verbalizing that in your own way with your own circumstance and and in this case it has such a direct effect on your community as a whole and and sean this is exactly why i wanted you on the show because i wanted people to hear this firsthand because you and i have talked about this privately and, and and things of this nature but I just, man, you you are saying everything that I wanted you to say based <laughs> on on our private conversations. I wanted you to have this platform to get this word out there. And I look at my numbers from every week's podcast, and there is a significant number of people in your community that listen to my show because it breaks it down by by the different towns and townships and cities. And obviously Flint is, you know, has a big, big piece of that, but the Fenton and Holly area is like number two and three respectively. So I wanted you to get on here, you know, today and just to kind of throw your two cents in here, brother. And and I'm telling you, anybody that's listening to this, who has not gone to the polls yet, I really believe that they're going to have, if you know, if they didn't know who you were, they certainly do now. And I would be willing to bet that if these things that you care about are the same things that they have a passion for, they're gonna they're gonna remember your name when they go to fill out that that ballot today. So I just think it's fantastic. Well, I, and I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the forum that you're giving me to to speak on this. The fact of the matter is, is I don't even care if they vote for me at this point. I just want people to go out and vote. They need to go out. They need to make their voices heard and, and, and let, you know, our, our leaders know that this is what we want. This is where we stand. And, you know, be, be a voice. Don't sit on your hands. Be a voice because if you never say anything, you're never going to be heard. You could not be more right. I mean, and that's what I talked about earlier 
on this episode was we have this right. We, we have this opportunity to make our voices heard through voting, the whole democratic process, you know, the, the democracy that allows us to vote for who we think is going to be best in our best interest to take our, our livelihoods, our futures to a, a better plateau. Right. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that feel like, you know, it's, it's already determined, you know, their vote doesn't matter. Their voice are, you know, their voices aren't heard, but I think you have seen as well as everybody has just how crucial and how important is. I mean, every, every election is important. There is no doubt about that, but given everything that has happened, especially within this year with, with COVID-19 and it has really kind of altered or shifted people's view of politics and elected officials and things of this nature. So there is such a, a more powerful spotlight on this process. So to those people who may be on the fence or feel like their voices aren't being heard, what would you tell those people that are that are listening to this right now and debating whether or not they want to put put their coats on and a mask for for that matter and go to the polls to cast their vote so the answer to that is isn't all that easy but i'll try to make it sound easy a journey begins with a single step if you don't take that step you're never going to get anywhere that's all i got could not said it better, brother. I could not have said it better. Um, so as the show drops, um, what, uh, I mean, what are the times in your area that, that the polls are open? I imagine that they're pretty universal across the board, but just for clarification purposes, what, what are the hours of, of the polling? Uh, well, let me jump on old Bing here. We'll take a look. Uh, I know there we go, the elections clerk. Well, right now, you know, everyone has the option to vote absentee. And I believe they got until the day of the election to get that in. I'm not 100% sure on that. I knew there was talk about accepting uh, applications uh, after, what, two days after the election itself. You're right. But uh, here in Holly, um, the polling place for all precincts is at the Carl Richter campus which is on 300 East Street here in Holly. And I believe the polls open at, oh, I want to say, what, 7 o'clock in the morning? And I, I think that's what, what it is for us, too. And, and they close at 8 p.m., if I'm not mistaken. Right, yeah, I believe that's what it is here as well. So, like you said, I think it's pretty universal. So, right. But, uh, well, listen, man, um, a couple of things I, I, I want to say while, while I have you on here and um, because I, n- number one, you know, I, and a lot of this, you and I, I, I have, I have said to you in private conversations, but I'll just throw it out here. Number one of how proud I am of you. I just, I just think that what you are doing is such an inspiration and it is, my amount of admiration for what you're doing, because it's not easy to just kind of put yourself out in public like that. I mean, even here, you know, during this conversation, you've revealed some pretty revealing information about your personal life that not, not a lot of people would, you know, the whole bankruptcy thing. And, but in turn, it, it really, it really solidifies the fact that you get it. You, you know, you've, you've, you've been in bad situations. You know what, what that feels like, and you know how important it is to pull yourself out of it, either by your, your own accord or by having a helping hand from, from time to time. And then in turn, you pay that forward. So I just, I think it's, it's absolutely amazing what what you're doing and i mean win lose or draw well i guess it won't be a draw but win or lose 
and I don't think we have to worry about the latter, but in my opinion, um, you have made such a significant impact on those who know you on a, on a personal level and in turn your, your community, your neighbors. And, you know, regardless what happens with this election, brother, you have done something very inspiring and very monumental. And a lot of people, especially the younger demographic, can learn a lot just based on the example you have set over the, you know, over the course of the last few months. And I, I am privileged to call you my friend you know, a brother, you know, tag team partner, what, whatever the case is, but you are fundamentally my, my friend, one of the most real and genuine people I have ever known. And I just, I think the world of you, Sean, and, and you're doing amazing things. Well, thanks brother. I appreciate that. I mean, uh, you, you know, you got my endorsement when you take Klaus to the heart into the political world yourself, and you run for office. <laughs> Listen, I have been approached to run for the committee at work, and, and that's just, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> I enjoy doing this. This is what, what, what I have fun with. But, I, you know, take nothing away from the amount of respect that, that that I have for you and for people who have thrown their names out there to be a candidate, to really make a positive change, not just for your own personal growth and, and or gain, but to, to sincerely help other people and to help the, the community. And, you know, when you have, intentions as pure as that i believe that's where the cream rises to the top as they say and you know you're in my book you're you're up there man you really are and um i certainly wish you the absolute best of luck today and hopefully you know you get some sort of official results sooner rather than later because we've all heard these you know, theories that it could be weeks before we hear the the official results on a lot of these elections. I, you know, primarily the the presidential one because of all the mail-in ballots, absentee votes, this type of thing. But um, I'm pulling for you, man, and and I uh, and I know a lot of your friends and family are too. Well, I appreciate that. And if you don't mind, you know, uh, going off of you know helping others out, you know, uh, if you do go to the polls today. Uh, you know, if you could, don't neglect writing uh, Patrick Feeney, uh, Shauna Campbell, Josh Murphy, and vote for Courtney Coster. You know, we will definitely make uh, a difference on the parks board itself. Um, if anyone has any questions for me, they can, they can find me on my Facebook. Uh, my personal Facebook is just Sean Grugel, G-R-U-G-E-L. Or you can go to Sean Grugel, candidate for Holly Township Parks Commissioner. Or if that's too much to remember, uh, Sean Grugel1 at Comcast.net is my personal email. Send me your questions through there. I'm more than happy to answer anything I can for anybody. And if I don't know the answer, I'll go find the answer. That's what I, what I thoroughly believe in. One way or the other, you will get an answer. Awesome. Well, we certainly... Wish you the absolute best, brother. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep my eyes peeled on the as as the results start coming in and, and things of that nature. So it's going to be I think you are going to embark on a brand new journey here, man, because I think your your message is really going to resonate with the residents of Holly. And, um, you know, even though I am not a resident of of holly man i'm i'm still pulling for you and i you know and i know i might be a little biased but if i was in in your community you would be my uh you would be my my guy right Uh, (laughs) i appreciate that but well sean we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your day-to-day i know it's busy you know it's election day you've probably got you know got a thousand things happening but uh, we certainly appreciate your time, brother, 
and uh, we, we wish you the best of luck. And with that, we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back with more of a special Election Day episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm. We'll be back right after this. Are you looking for a casual neighborhood hangout somewhere where you can just kind of relax after a long day at the office? My friends at Barley and Vine are now open for business and they have, in addition to locally sourced, locally crafted wine and beer, they have a tremendous menu. They have a tremendous array of entertainment options, including classic board games, retro game consoles, a book sharing library. Now on Thursday nights, they are incorporating trivia night and Fridays and Saturday nights, they are bringing in very talented local musicians. So there's something for everybody. You can check them out at 1072 South Elms Road, Suite B. That is at the Elms Road Square between Calkins and Court. You you can check them out at Barley and Vine on Facebook and Instagram or their website, barleyandvinemi.com. On this final segment this week, I wanted to kind of give you guys updates and previews of things that we have coming up under the Klaus to the Heart umbrella. And once again, you know, you can find all of the latest information on our brand new website at uh, KlausToTheHeart.net. We finally have an official domain name. It's going to make things a lot easier for our fans to find the website. And um, next week's show here on the podcast, we are going to discuss loyalty. And it's going to be kind of a two-parter split between the podcast and the YouTube show. Um, Next week's podcast will drop at its regular time of of Tuesday at midnight. And then on Thursday next week, we will premiere the latest episode of our YouTube show in which I will sit down and have a conversation with uh, the Marauder to MWO fans. Uh, Todd Grossbauer is going to join me on the show and when when I thought about the topic of loyalty, uh, this guy was right at the top of the list and um, he has a pretty unique story. He has a um, you know, he, he doesn't give himself enough credit for a, for a lot of things. And uh, so it was fun to kind of sit down and kind of pick his brain for just about an hour. And uh, so I'm very excited about the episode uh, that's going to premiere on YouTube next Thursday. And uh, two weeks from there will be a special Thanksgiving episode of the Klaus to the Heart show that one could get uh, a little bit emotional you know because we're now starting to come into the holiday season here towards the end of the year and Jesus what 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 a year it's been right um, but we're going to try to focus on more positive things and um, and we're also going to try to implement a uh, a more set schedule with the YouTube shows we're thinking thinking about going the bi-weekly schedule um just so it's not such an oversaturation of new content and people get confused as to what what's happening when it, when it's coming out so I figured if we kind of space the YouTube shows out more number one it gives me more time with post-production because post-production of a YouTube episode is a lot more involved and time-consuming than doing the podcast Uh, because, you know, you put all the graphics and the pictures and things of this nature, so it takes a little bit more time. Um, But next week is going to be kind of um, a crossover in in terms of the podcast and the YouTube show because we're going to discuss loyalty and I feel like, um, you know, having, having Grossbauer on with me, 
um, a, a guy that I have always deemed to be one of my most loyal supporters and friends. Um, just kind of ties into what the content of the podcast is going to be. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Um, the podcast is going to drop at Tuesday at midnight. It will be available on Spotify within a half an hour uh, after it drops through the Anchor.fm app. And then part two of that will be my conversation with Todd Grossbauer over on YouTube. So uh, we certainly... You know, and I say it every week, multiple times, just how much I appreciate your continued support. And um, we have some uh, some other cool things kind of in the works. Um, you know, we, <laughs> we are uh, keeping close tabs on things that are happening around us in the real world, as it were. Uh, specifically in these reported rising numbers in uh, in COVID-19 cases. Um, you know, every time I start kind of putting plans in place for something kind of cool, you know, we, we the reports start coming back in. Well, there's a rise in, in COVID cases. And, you know, there's a legitimate fear that things may start regressing instead of progressing in terms of getting past this nightmare that has just engulfed this whole year. And, um, but, you know, we, we, I have things in mind. I have things that I am trying to implement and, uh, and I'm trying to get to a point to where I can make a pretty big announcement in the coming weeks so i mean it's something that we're working on but at the same time we are still keep keeping close tabs on what's happening in the world around us um but be that as it may um thank you guys so much for all of your continued support we certainly appreciate it and uh, now that we're in the month of november um, you know, we're starting to kind of shift our focus. The holidays are coming up. You know, Christmas is um, weeks away at this point. And um, if you're looking for unique gift ideas, allow me to offer this little, little, a little tidbit. Uh, we have a new merchandise store, online store, where you're going to find exclusive Klaus to the Heart gear that you're not going to find available anywhere else. It is, uh, I have come up with the, the designs for it, but it is actually manufactured and shipped through our friends at cafepress.com. And it is a tremendous service. Um, I have ut utilized this website for over a decade now. Uh, with the Michigan Wrestling Organization merchandise, online exclusive stuff, of course. But they have the ability to put my designs and logos on a number of different items that I don't have the capabilities to. Now, if you order a shirt through Jackal Creations, that's 100% me. I hand print those myself and with the whole screen printing thing. But those are primarily you know, regulated to t-shirts and sweatshirts, hoodies and tote bags, things that are easily screen printed. With Cafe Press, they have, you know, capabilities and equipment to put my logos and my designs on things like coffee mugs, keepsake boxes, um, d different types of bags, um, all kinds of drinkware, coffee cups and uh, flasks and things of this nature. So if you or you know somebody who is a fan of Klaus to the Heart and you want to check out some unique, you know, ideas, gift ideas for, for the Christmas holiday season, um, head on over to cafepress.com slash CTTH store and you will see exclusive items and merchandise that you will not find available anywhere else. They won't be available through Jackal Creations. They won't be available if you come to a live show, if and when we're able to get another live show on the books or anything like that. It is going to be your one-stop shop for everything Klaus of the Heart, exclusive uh, merchandise and gift ideas. So we certainly encourage you to check out 
um, cafepress.com slash CTTH store. With that, we are going to put a bow on this episode, and we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your day to give the show a listen. I know a lot of you listen to this on the day that it, that it drops. It drops, you know, this episode is on Election Day. So if you have not done so already and you are registered and you were kind of on the fence of whether or not you were going to go out and vote today, I would certainly encourage you to do that. Make your voice be heard. Have a say in what happens. Uh, because you you get, you know, you were given this opportunity for a reason. So go out there, vote, make your voice be heard, and let's all do our part in whatever way, shape, or form to truly become, once again, the United States of America. With that, be awesome to yourselves and each other, and we will see you next week right here on the Klaus of the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm.